0: welcome back to Not Your Average Joe, the podcast that'll make anyone a little less average. I'm your host Joe Franco and I want to wish you a beautiful happy new year. It is 2023 and I was challenged by a friend of mine who's a writer to stop saying I'm a writer and just write every day. So I'm going to be using this podcast as a way to read my writing to you and just start writing. So the first piece that I wrote this morning is called I'm Creatively Constipated. The goal is to journal every single day and share my journal entries with you here on this podcast to come out with some interesting insights, just hang out with you every single day for 30 days, but also to encourage you to do the same if you want to pick up that creative hobby that you've been wanting to do I need your support as an accountability partner on the other side of the internet let's use the internet for the best thing that it's good for which is like keeping each other accountable also since it's new year I do want to say that my word of the year is awe and I'm sure that I'll be writing a piece on that this week Uh, but it's funny I'm in awe of how good it feels to just sit and write so here is my first piece. <laughs> I really hope I can keep this up. Kill the intro, sis. You know she's not your average I'm creatively constipated. But beyond being stuck with pressure building in my mind of all the ideas that could be. I'm frustrated at calling myself a writer without proper merit. Runners run, learners learn, teachers teach, dancers dance, which leads me to the obvious conclusion that writers must write. The funny thing about a creative identity is that it takes far more commitment than often given credit. The stereotype of a lazy artist is probably society's biggest deception because anyone with a creative spirit knows that it takes otherworldly and relentless dedication to get creativity out of you. And if the ideas stay trapped inside of your mind, you feel blocked, clogged with a mountain of brilliant could-be's and should-be's that fester and make you feel like crap. Enough is enough. I'm bringing out the plunger with this challenge. And to be honest with myself, I've known this forever. The truth is a simple equation. Time plus craft equals mastery. My older brother has drawn his way through life since he was old enough to hold a pencil. His characters come alive on the page, becoming his closest companions, and he literally can't help but illustrate the worlds he thinks up in his mind. Whenever we speak, he's built a few more, and I'm in awe of how his mind and heart produce such dimensions that would never exist if they hadn't come from him. He has two young kids, a full-time job, a wife, and a house to upkeep, and still finds time to draw, because he cannot help but make art. My sister has sung her literal heart out for as long as I've known her. She plays gigs and practices multiple instruments for hours, not because anyone told her she should, but because she's a magnet to music. She captures her emotions eloquently through melodies, rhythms, and words that project out of her so beautifully, it brings tears to strangers who watch her sing. She has three jobs, a preteen, a dog, and two cats, a boyfriend, and still finds time to sing because she can't help but make music. As an admirer of these two gifted people that I'm grateful to call my siblings, I'm taking a page from their book and writing my own, sharing it here with you to stay accountable. Writing is like a childhood friend. I first learned to read and make my own sentences in Portuguese while sitting on my grandma's knee, surrounded by yellowed books. Then I learned English as a six-year-old, scrambling to make sense of the new foreign sounds. The minute I understood the rules of the writing game, I was hooked. By the second grade, I had published three small books, hand-drawn illustrations and everything, chronicling the life of my caterpillar named Freddy, and two fictions about a magical sled and an unusual egg. As an angsty teenager, my feelings spilled on black page journals where I'd scribble my crush's name in purple gel pen, wondering if he liked me back. He didn't. But I didn't consider it wasted ink, because the feeling alone pushed me to write. I should actually write him a thank you note. A page for my journal is like a plane ticket that transports me back to the time, place, and feeling of the scene if it's described with delicious detail. The only way to achieve such depth in writing though is if the writer themselves allows their mind to wander in dreamy, deep, and sometimes even dark places. Writers must follow their curiosity down a train of thought as though they were mischievously tugging away at a loose string, only to realize the more they pull, the more unravels. Writers must shock themselves by exploring crevices of their own minds that rarely see the light of day. Because to be a writer is to be a student of humankind and spirit, striving on a daily basis to snuggle up closer to some sliver of truth yet unsaid. And to write well, we need to dedicate ourselves to feeling and observing and playing with a thought like clay that's begging to be molded. Maybe this unfiltered rawness is required for all art forms to get the good stuff. Creatives wear a cloak of courage to create honest work that honors their own intentions. Even if it's only on temporarily, creatives must be fearless when they put things out into the world because it's not just about the creator, but the recipients of the creation as well. I often find myself crying while I write, only to be amazed that the listeners or readers cry in almost the exact same places I did as I was writing. Sharing art is an act of service to touch others and remind them of the very reason that life is beautiful. We can feel things good, bad, shocking, scary, all of these emotions that make us primitively human and yet we have the magic that allows us to infuse these feelings to be relived in the hearts and minds of complete strangers through our art. How wild is that? The only explanation I have for that is that creativity is divine. We crave expression as soon as we're born, maybe even before water, food, and shelter. But why dedicate our lives to such emotionally taxing work? We could easily sit in a creative constipation, letting days turn to years of all of those projects we could bring to life but never do. I asked my friend, who's an artist, this question that now I'll ask you. Why do you make art? His response, because I wanna make a living creating what I wanna create. Why, I ask. Because I wanna make things I like. Why, I follow up. Because I know nothing about my ancestors and maybe I could be the first one to leave things behind for my family. This is when it hit me we create because it's like reproducing our essences in art form if evolution states that humans are wired to reproduce expressing our creativity is the act that reproduces our ideas and passions beliefs and history by making your art regularly you're leaving breadcrumbs of your existence so those who come after you can better understand theirs they get context in the world and in the very least, if hard drives corrupt, files get erased, papers get damaged, you know while doing your art that your soul is vibrating at its highest potential because it is no longer creatively clogged. When we're gone, if we're lucky, we live in our stories. And I would love nothing more to be the author who writes my own. Damn, I got emotional and everything. I'm so happy that I'm doing this challenge because I can already tell that it's gonna be good for my soul. And I really enjoy having the documentation of me becoming the person I say I'm going to become. And listen, I'm not really one for New Year's resolutions. I'm not. Uh, I believe that you should start being the person that you want to become now. But you can't admit that there's nothing better than a clean January beginning, right? Like, I'm not saying wait until January to be the person that you are. But I am saying if we're in January and you want to start some things, it's not a bad idea. I'm really proud of what Joe Club is doing right now. We are officially in our new system of open and closed enrollments, which means if you want to join now, you have to join a wait list and we'll only open our doors again on January 15th so that we can onboard the new members and get them all set up, show them the lay of the land. We're really cooking with oil now. And honestly, I think I have a lot more to say that's been constipated inside of me. I love podcasting. I love hanging out with you. I love writing. I love staying accountable and uh, I I genuinely have no idea where these 30 days will lead us, but I do know that it felt good to just take the time to write and uh, share it with you and I'm gonna do what feels good right now. So I'll be back tomorrow, and I can't wait to hear from you. If you have any prompt suggestions for me to write, please send them to me in my DMs at joe underscore Franco. Don't forget to rate the show five stars if you connected with this and share it with a creative friend who's been creatively constipated. Their art matters, and not just for them, but for everybody who receives it. It's magic, and it's dope that we could just do this. So I'ma do it. Huge shout-out to Lucas again. By the way, he has an amazing newsletter that I'm linking in the show notes so you can follow along. He's a great writer, but also he's consistent, and he's been writing daily for over 100 days online and in his journals for, like, 600 days plus. So this guy, he's telling me if you do it every day, you will do it every day. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do it every day. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, yo, come listen to my girl, man. What you doing?